Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Shurina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot of love and passion for sharing nutrition as a tool to help you feel, look, and do your absolute best. And guys, today we are continuing our conversation about brain types that we started this week. We talked about balanced brain type and what it takes to have a brain that works kind of well in all areas with great focus and attention and memory and uh, positive emotions and optimistic views and dealing with challenges in a healthy way, being flexible and moving on after solving problems instead of, you know, holding on on things, right? So we talked about balanced brain practices, foods. We talked about persistent brain, the brain that just can't let go, that sometimes is really good when you work on important goals, but also sometimes not that good because it makes you not so flexible. So we talked about how to add more flexibility through nutrition and lifestyle habits, practices, and supplements. We talked about flexible, not flexible, but um, spontaneous brain type. And by the way, these names I'm taking from the upcoming book. I got an early copy from Dr. Daniel Amen, who did like 200,000 brain scans or something, and they uh, learned certain, um, that people have certain brain types, and uh, they have certain regions of the brains that are more active, certain regions that are less active, and based on that, they usually would have certain personality traits and uh, certain challenges in their um, mental and emotional life, uh, and certain advantages, right? Um, so they analyzed that and also analyzed all the literature um, in nutrition, in supplementation, nutritional psychiatry, neuroscience, and they kind of put it all together in that book. And um, the book is You Happier? Seven Neuroscience uh, Secrets to a um, Happier Brain or to Feeling Good for your brain type, something like that. So, but happy you, it's uh, coming March 22nd, but you are already getting this information, right? So this is where I'm getting these types and names of brain types. Um, I'm not coming up with these names myself. So we talked about a few brain types. So listen to the episodes we did on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We're going to do episode today and tomorrow because I want to cover all the brain types this week. Today we're talking about cautious brain type. What kind of brain is that? From the name of it, you already might guess uh, that it is the brain of a person who's always kind of on a cautious side, always preparing and thinking in advance, and um, not so much a risk taker, taker, but more into risk aversion. Um, busy-mindedness, you know, there is always things to think about, to worry about, to plan. Uh, Very often moody and anxious, you know, because when we start thinking about all these things that can go wrong in the future to prepare for them, that can lead to quite a lot of anxiety. You know, there is a healthy amount of anxiety that we get that helps us to prepare for possible scenarios in the future to be better prepared so we 
um, are not surprised by possible, you know, negative things that can happen, but we can act fast and change it, the situation, any situation into learning experience into our advantage. So that's the healthy kind of anxiety, but we don't stay in that state, always, you know, worrying and planning. We actually take actions in the present and then enjoy the present, right? That's when you have a healthy, normal kind of anxiety. And when you are uh, more cautious uh, on the cautious side of brain, then you have a little bit more than normal amount, a little bit more than allows you to enjoy your life in the present too. And yes, there is this trait also that it's hard for you to enjoy the present. So your brain might be again a cautious type. Um, you might even experience uh, panic attacks or racing thoughts, especially at night. You might be overthinking, overpreparing, uh, can't let go of things and of control, um, difficulty relaxing. On a positive side, you are a very reliable person if you have cautious brain type. When you say things, you do things. You show up on time and usually earlier. You make sure that everything goes according to plan as much as possible and you over-prepare. Um, attention to detail is your strength. So um, if, for example, somebody like myself who is more persistent, spontaneous, I'm not into details. They actually bore me more often than not. So I'm not good detail oriented uh, executor, right? I need someone by my side to help me with that, either a personal assistant or a team member, um, anyone who can look into these details. Um, so attention to details and being always prepared on time, that is your strength um, as a cautious type. But again, a lot of things can be not as positive, like having too much anxiety or sometimes even panic attacks, overthinking things to the point that it stops you from taking actions and uh, maybe sometimes taking risks that might really benefit your life and move your life uh, forward to, by leaps and bounds, right? So um, over-preparation is not always good, you know, especially if you're trying to be an entrepreneur and seize opportunities. Overthinking is definitely not the best uh, characteristic for that type of uh Oh, for the type of enterprise in your life, uh, probably not so many entrepreneurs have cautious brain type, to be honest. Um, so what's, you know, what's happening in the cautious brain? More uh, brain centers that are in charge of processing threats and stress and anxiety or anxious type of emotions. All of that is more active uh, and dominant in a cautious brain type and other areas and neurotransmitters uh, that allow a person to relax and let go of things and be a little bit more open and flexible and trusting. These centers are not as active. It's more like you're a little bit more, I'm saying you, if you have this trait, you're more driven by fear and caution um, instead of um, maybe drive to achieve or explore new opportunities. What can you do for that brain type to kind of <clears throat> balance it out a little bit and be more on a spontaneous and flexible and adventurous side? And also, um, 
relax easier and let go of control easier and be not that anxious about the future. What can you do? You can actually improve uh, and increase GABA a neurotransmitter that's, you know, molecule that our brain makes that allows us to relax and chill. It's a nature's chill pill and let things go a little bit, right? Be a little bit more spontaneous and adventurous and relaxed and enjoying the present, not always over planning the future. Um, GABA. So we need to increase the amount of this molecule. We talked about GABA on this podcast last week quite a lot. So let's focus specifically uh, more today on it, like the foods, supplements, things you can do, different therapies. What can you do to increase GABA in your brain, to make your brain better at making and retaining and using more of it? On the food side, carbohydrates definitely your friends. You don't want to be on any kind of keto low-carb diet. That's just going to make you go crazy. Uh, All kinds of potatoes, lentils, berries, seafood, seaweed, tomatoes, um, some of the foods that are really beneficial for GABA. So again, potatoes, tomatoes, lentils, berries, seafood, and seaweed. Uh, we also have amazing vegetables, my favorites, spinach, Brussels. By the way, I do have sometimes that inclination to overthink things. And when I don't eat my vegetables and, you know, sweet potatoes uh, or my berries, like sometimes it happens, you know, I travel and I switch to, I don't know, just the protein, uh, and that's it, right? And, and then I tend to become more anxious and become more overthinking and overplanning, and it's harder for me to relax. Like, it literally happens as I go, as I change my diet daily. So that's why I try to introduce all these different different food varieties to make sure that my brain is kind of balanced with all the neurotransmitters and has all the building blocks to build things to keep me motivated and driven, but also allowing me to relax, like GABA. So uh, what are the vegetables for GABA? Spinach, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Um, Also, by the way, bananas are great for GABA as well. So spinach, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, these are your vegetables to increase GABA production. I personally try to uh, eat spinach every day because it's so easy to add to um, any food. Uh, I just add it at the end of my cooking and it all shrinks and it's almost unnoticeable. It has no taste whatsoever and you has additional benefits of vitamins and minerals and um, boosting your GABA your chill peel. So spinach, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, um, bananas, berries, lentils, potatoes, tomatoes, seafood, seaweed. Also fermented foods do stimulate GABA indirectly through your gut. So fermented foods, your yogurt, your sauerkraut, your kimchi, all natural, you know, without uh, added sugars. Uh, This is important for GABA production and for healthier brain chemistry overall. Um, teas, 
all kinds of teas are great for GABA because they have this molecule L-theanine, this amino acid that helps to boost GABA. So especially green tea is rich in it and beneficial for GABA. Coffee, not so much. So be coffee cautious. Switch to green tea if you can. On the supplementation side of things, B6 is definitely a vitamin that you want to have plenty of. It is needed for production of almost all neurotransmitters. It is super important for energy cycle. So B6, um, I recommend to either supplement with the whole B complex because it is very important for uh, nerve health, for brain health, for your mood, for your mental performance. So either B complex or B6 specifically. Magnesium also, again, for all of the neurotransmitters, for your overall well-being, energy levels, your health, magnesium is engaged in making of proteins, in DNA, uh, in creation of ATP molecule, that's the energy molecule, right? So magnesium is very, very important. You need to supplement with it anyhow. So B6 or B vitamins, magnesium, uh, L-theanine. Additionally, you know, you get it from teas, but also additionally, especially if you are on an extremer side of being super cautious and anxious, right? So L-theanines uh, might be worth looking into. And on the supplement side, that's it. B vitamins, magnesium, L-theanine. Now, behaviors. There are simple things like meditation and yoga that have been shown again and again and again have very profound effect on almost all of the neurotransmitters and balancing out your brain chemistry, but they're especially beneficial for things like serotonin and GABA. And for a cautious brain, they are very important. So meditation should be your daily practice, guys. For most brain types, meditation is just amazing. And then yoga practice, you know, maybe a couple of times per week, maybe 10 minutes every day, that's your your kind of exercise for cautious brain type. Now, there are a couple of other behavioral things that you can do that, again, um, have been shown to positively affect GABA and your chill and relax uh, muscle or quality. Laughter. So I personally, I have a rule. I need to laugh for 10 minutes a day. So I usually watch some funny videos. Um, I love this Instagram account, Simon's Cat. Um, I also love stand-up comedy. So I either put on my favorite comedian, comedian like uh, Russell Peters or whoever else uh, I could find um, somebody on a smarter and cultural humor uh, side of things. Um, sometimes I watch a little bit of my favorite comedy or friends. So laughter is essential for managing your neurotransmitters and it has been shown to you know boost your immune system and do a lot of other good things so laughter is amazing deep breathing the kind of breathing when your breathing out is very very long it affects your uh, stop and relax state in the brain in a very profound way so um how you can practice that um, is breathe in, let's say for the count of four, through your nose, and then breathe out on the count of eight or more. So twice as long or longer breathing out. 
Also box breathing, Google that if you don't know what it is, but it's basically breathing in for the count of four, let's say hold for four, breathe out for four, hold again for four, kind of like box with your breathing. That helps. Um, and in general, deep slow breathing. Do it a few times per day, especially when you are experiencing anxiety or uh, panic. Deep breathing. Music helps again a lot with almost every neurotransmitter and every state. Listen to the music that helps you to relax for more GABA and helping you to again to relax and to let things go and to maybe laugh, right? Listen to some lighter music that helps you to do that. Massages. Also help with GABA, serotonin, and all the chill pills that our that our brain produces. Cognitive exercises. What helps is writing down your thoughts when you are anxious reduces anxiety. Just putting it out there reduces the intensity of anxious thoughts right away. And also writing down plan of action. You know, what are you anxious about? And what can you do right now about that? Or just, you know, having a plan for that anxiety that you are thinking about. Like, what are the actions you can take? Start taking them. That also has been shown to reduce anxiety. These are cognitive um, exercises. And then there are a couple of therapies that have been proven to be effective and are, and are used in different therapies. And you can Google them. You can find exercises online. They are quite easy, actually, to perform yourself. But, you know, if you feel like you might benefit from work with therapists on these modalities, then please do so. Working with someone is always more effective than doing things um going through things by yourself. So those two modalities that have been shown to help with cautious brain type um, are EMDR, and I'm going to read to you what exactly that is. So EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, is a psychotherapy treatment that was originally designed to alleviate the distress associated with traumatic memories. Um, EMDR therapy, affective distress is relieved, negative beliefs are reformulated, and physiological arousal is reduced. During EMDR therapy, the client attends to emotionally disturbing material in brief sequential doses while simultaneously focusing on an external stimulus. Therapist directed um, directs usually lateral eye movements. And this is the most commonly used external stimulus. So basically your therapist would make you to think about some disturbing event or thought or emotion. And then at the same time, you're going to move your eyes. So that's the basis of this therapy. Again, EMDR, look it up. Um, there is a lot of research going on right now. And EFT tapping. Emotional freedom technique is a form of counseling intervention that stimulates acupressure points by pressing, tapping, or rubbing these points while focusing on situations that represent personal fear or 
trauma. Um, and those points, um, by the way, again, these exercises, especially emotional freedom technique, tapping, um, they're quite easy to do. You can Google them, look up, and they work with points around your eyes and near your collarbones, uh, on the side of your ribs or your chest. Um, so look this up, EMDR and EFT. And whenever you feel anxious or maybe about to, I don't know, have a panic attack, hopefully not, then, um, look this, look this therapist up and then do them. Maybe have a session with a therapist or a couple and learn them and then perform them, perform them as you need, right? All of these things work. They um, got quite, again, a lot of research and publicity and they are used in um, different therapeutic modalities to usually deal with anxiety, with um, traumas, with uh, negative um, thought patterns um, and um, difficult emotions that are kind of like stuck somewhere. Um, and that's it that I wanted to share with you today, guys. So cautious brain type, it has really good qualities. You are very reliable and attentive to detail, and you like that stuff. You like when things are in order. You're very organized, right? The very great quality. But then also sometimes things like being too anxious, overthinking, being too in the future, not being able to enjoy the present, sometimes having panic attacks. These things can really interfere with the quality of your life. But with certain foods, uh, supplements, lifestyle and behavior protocols and certain easy therapies, you can actually uh, minimize the effect of negative side um, and then maximize all the positive sides, sides of this brain type. And guys, sometimes I get questions from people like, well, do I have to do it all the time? Well, kind of, yeah. It's kind of like having, I don't know, a broken leg of food uh, or maybe something in your body that just doesn't work well permanently for one reason or the other, you have to work around it. You can't just, you know, you know also like take a shower one day and expect it to last. Certain things we are given in this life and we have to work with them. And by knowing yourself better and knowing that how you can use different tools to downgrade the negative effects and upgrade the positive, you can really make your genius shine and don't have to deal with negatives. Is it, isn't it worth it? You know, life is not perfect. Just deal with that. Um, and people who succeed, that's what they do. They know what they're given, their gifts, uh, positive or not so positive, and they work around them. Uh, with purpose, with intention. And then because, you know, first you decide what you want from life and then you decide how you need to show up every day for this kind of life. And whatever you're given with, whatever you're given, you can work with that and you can more make it work for you. And brain is not exception. You know, we are given a certain kind of brain so we have positive sides of it, negative sides of it, all of us. And let's just learn how to work with that, how to balance it out so we let our genius shine. 
Yes, certain things you will have to do basically your whole life, just like shower or brushing your teeth or eating or exercising if you want to stay healthy and feel good and look good, right? And avoid all the possible degenerative diseases or metabolic diseases and all this crap that we don't want to experience in life, right? What are you going to do? It's It's life. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I am going to do another episode this week about the sensitive type of the brain. When you feel things just maybe a little bit too much or more than other people, that can be also a very positive talent, but also can um, make life a little bit more challenging in some areas. But again, we can work around them and make our genius shine. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you for listening. And till next time, eat better daily.